Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Kevin Connors with another episode of Connors Clinic Live. Today, we have a very special guest, Nathan Crane. Uh, we're going to introduce you to him, introduce you to his whole like documentary that he created, um, some books that he's written, uh, his online community that he's just launched, which sounds exciting. We just got done discussing it briefly. Uh, and I want to ask you more questions about that because I think, um, as we were discussing, that in today's age with the whole COVID thing going on, uh, everybody is very isolated and there's a huge danger in that. We're not, we're no longer a community of people that um, are connecting with one another. We need to reintroduce that somehow where we do have that connection. Unfortunately, not the physical connection, but some way electronically where we don't feel so isolated and alone. Let's dive right into that. Nathan, thank you for being on today. What is your new online community? And explain that a little bit to us. Yeah, well, thanks, Dr. Connors, for having me on. Thanks for the great work you do. Um, the as we were talking just briefly offline, you know, the both the the positive and the negative of our current time, right? The positive, we can reach millions of people around the world through this great technology and share this information in ways that have never been shared before, you know, life-changing, life-saving information that can reach somebody, you know, at the, at the click of a button, they can go online and access your podcast, uh, join my membership, watch a documentary, attend an event and learn more in a few hours than human beings we ever could before ever in human history, right? Because we used to have to find a master and apprentice with that master and spend years and years with that master learning from them until we ourselves became the master. And now, you know, with a, with a few typings on the keyboard, we can find the answer to just about everything we want. That's a positive of our time. The negative of our time, right, is that um, not all information is created equal. And it's one of the reasons that I actually uh, opened up what I call the Health and Healing Club. And the Health and Healing Club is, you know, I've been in natural health for about 15 years after going through, you know, my own health challenges and addiction and homelessness and things like that. I dove into natural health and started learning and experimenting everything I could about living a healthy, natural, vital, vibrant, happy life and, and learning and sharing as I went along. And, and along that journey, you find a lot of conflicting information, right? The more you research, the more conflicting information you'll find that will support anybody's theory or thought. The more that you interview experts, uh, you learn from other speakers, from other doctors, from other, you know, what we would consider um, experts in health, the more you find out that uh, the information is conflicting in a lot of cases. And what I found out along the way is that there are three main reasons why we fear something like cancer, right? And the three main reasons is one, we either don't have enough information, right? We just don't know enough about it. You don't understand cancer, what causes it, what its solutions are, what gets rid of it. Uh, you're going to be afraid right? Because we're, we just don't understand it. So not enough information. And that was my point. You can also search online and not find enough of the right information, right? Um, the first 20 pages of Google are all going to be 
you know, listings from pharmaceutical companies and from Mayo Clinic and from, you know, conventional therapeutic approaches, right? You've got to go deep to find anything beyond our, you know, conventional approach to cancer or any disease if you're searching online now. So you have to dig a lot deeper than that. The second reason we fear something like cancer is because of too much information. You know, I've been producing summits and conferences and documentaries and writing books and uh, masterclass I'm teaching, nine module masterclass coming up um, for years now. And, you know, 15 years in the natural health field, eight years dedicated specifically to cancer. And someone may attend an event I do that has 60 world leading experts. And if you tried listening to all 60 at once, you would have information overload. <laughs> That's the truth, right? But we don't put 60 there so that somebody listens to all 60 at once. We put 60 there so that you can find the information you need in that moment to help you further along your path a little bit further. Um, and so too much information can be a challenge and people, you know, we get overloaded and then we do nothing, right? So it's finding the right balance in information. And then the third reason we really fear is because of, misinformation. We've been told one thing when maybe that thing's not the complete truth. Uh, and not necessarily that person was trying to mislead us, right? I think most doctors, most experts, most, most health teachers are trying to do the right thing. They're trying to help people. I really believe that in my heart, uh, that they most people helping people with cancer or any chronic disease really care about them and really want to help them but they themselves may not have all of the information, right? And so they may be spreading misinformation unintentionally. And that itself leads us to fear something like cancer, right? Because we're, we may hear something, you know, ketogenic is the, is the cure for cancer. And then over here, no, ketogenic is the worst thing for you. It's going to cause diabetes and it's not going to help your cancer. And, and cancer can switch to ketones from glucose as a fuel source. And so then someone goes, oh my God, you know, what, what do I do? I don't do anything because uh, I don't know who to trust, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's actually the reason I started the Health and Healing Club was because through thousands of hours of personal research, hundreds and hundreds of interviews, looking at hundreds and hundreds of scientific studies, um, you know, interviewing the people who've, who've overcome cancer and diving in deep and saying, what exactly did you do? starting to look at the commonalities, the patterns, the foundations, the principles. Eventually, you know, over 15 years now, I came to a point of like, okay, it's a lot easier for me now to decipher between what really seems effective and what doesn't, what really seems true and what seems, you know, maybe like a half truth, what is really working for people and what's not. And so I took the best of all that content and interviews and research and we put it into this membership site that anyone can access anywhere in the world. And then we're bringing in new faculty members and people I've worked with for years, world leading experts of, of the top experts in the world that work hands-on with cancer patients day in and day out for years, for decades, thousands and thousands of cancer patients actually seeing what works and what doesn't work. And then we bring them on and we, we interview them and our members get to ask them questions and get their, you know, most pressing health questions answered. You know, every two weeks we have our faculty team coming in and answering these questions. So it's really a membership that was designed to help people decipher through all the misinformation, the, the lack of information, the information overload and give people more of a, not only a sense of a community but belonging, but a sense of 
okay, I can actually be more empowered now. I can feel more confident. I can actually have some real solutions I can trust in that can help me on my journey forward in not only preventing cancer, but, but you know, hopefully reversing cancer. Well, that's fantastic. I see that third point so evident with our patients. We, you know, we talk to patients, they, we feel like the misinformation that they get or the disinformation that they get from standards of care, where they're not given any other options. Okay, right. this is what we have to do. We have to surgery or chemotherapy or radiation or immunotherapy. And that's their only tools in the tool bag. Um, and then if the patients even remotely suggest using another approach, even adjunctively, um, they're just shot down completely. Um, and that's kind of the cancel culture that we live in, but the, the cancel culture within standards of care has been going on a lot longer than the last year where everything else is um, canceled out because their way is the only way. Um, it's uh, people get um, frustrated with that, um, but they also, when you talk about those first two fears, you tie those all together, people are scared to death. Um, they kind of are in shock when they hear the C word with their diagnosis, and it's easy for them to, out of those levels of fear that you just described, to follow down a path that maybe if they would have stopped and thought about it a little bit longer. Um, and, uh, you know, scripture says there's, there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors where you just take a step back and you start looking at what other people are saying that maybe you can make a more rational decision. Uh, and, and some people regret the, the decision that they made when they're ushered down a pathway that they didn't really have a chance to think about. Absolutely. You know, um, I'm sure you work with a lot of people um, who have experienced that exact same experience every single day. I've certainly met many of them and talked to many of them and interviewed them as well. I actually had a pre-interview with uh, Steve Wallace uh, yesterday, and he um, is going, I'm going to do a full-length interview with him for my upcoming uh, masterclass called Becoming Cancer-Free. And, you know, his, his exact uh, story is exactly what you just said. You know, he had stage four um, carcinoma. He had a tumor right here on his neck. He had, it had spread to lymph nodes and, you know, he went to conventional oncologist and they said, you know, we need to cut this out of you right away. So he thought, okay, yeah, let's get rid of it. Let's do the surgery, right? So they did the surgery. They removed the tumor. They removed maybe eight or ninth lymph nodes. Um, and then, you know, the follow-up, you know, they had seen some hot spots. They had assumed it was spreading uh, by that point, stage four. It does spread by that point, right? Um, and so they said, okay, now we need to do the follow-up chemotherapy and radiation. And so something had just told him intuitively, internally, no, I don't, I don't think I want to do that, you know, and they were really pushing for it as they do. And he um, decided against it and started seeking an integrative approach, a more natural, holistic approach, started educating himself, going to different clinics. He ended up finding the Center for New Medicine, which is a colleague of mine, Dr. Lee Aaron Keneally. They work, you know, they've had over 75,000 patients that they've uh, treated in her career. 
and they do an integrative approach. They do some low dose IPT and some, you know, uh, they will recommend surgery when it's needed, but they do a lot of natural and holistic therapies as well. And so he just kind of resonated with that a lot more, even though he didn't fully understand it, right? But he was listening, like you said, he was listening to that voice within, whether being guided, divinely guided by spirit or, you know, what, what have you, but it was his own voice he was listening to, which is so important when making decisions, life changing decisions for our health that we sit back, like you said, and we, we take some time, get other guidance, listen to other experts, get additional opinions and sit inside ourselves and ask ourselves those questions and sit and take some time to, to really reflect and to find out what path is best for us. And, and he's so lucky that he did that because now this is seven years later, I'm talking to him. Um, not only has his circulating tumor cell count continuously gone down, um, but his other cancer markers have continuously gone down. You wouldn't say that he's totally cancer free today, but all of his count, all of his markers, his biomarkers have continued to go down, continue to go down. The most important thing is he has not lost any quality of life whatsoever. And that's the key, right? The problem is, is if we, if we just immediately jump into chemotherapy and radiation, uh, immediately quality of life is going to be drastically impacted. We know that you know, your immune system gets destroyed. Your body starts, you know, falling apart from the inside out. You are killing your body. You're not only killing the cancer, but you're killing everything good about your body as well. And it's not a, you know, I'm not saying you have to avoid chemotherapy and radiation. I'm just saying, you know, it's important to understand all of your options, right? It's important to understand what options you really have. And so since he went down a more holistic integrative approach, he has kept a very good, high quality of life. He says he has energy, he's healthy, he feels great. He gets to live his life the way he wants to. You know, he's obviously changed his diet and his lifestyle and exercises and eats better. Does a lot of things that we know you need to do to take back control of your health. But um, he, he didn't have that quality of, of life loss. Like, you know, the thing that really sent me down the path of wanting to help people with cancer is when I saw my own grandpa go through cancer not really cancer, but the chemotherapy and radiation. I saw it completely destroy him, just put him in tremendous pain. He couldn't even get up to go to the bathroom without saying it was just, you know, so much pain, you know, the vomiting, the nausea, the sickness. And then it was shortly after that, that he passed away. And, and it really, you know, was the treatment that took his life. And, um, you know, I had wished and hoped at the time that I knew more about cancer and that I could help him, but, but I couldn't, and I didn't, and I was afraid, just like, you know, most people are today, and that set me down this path, this mission, this just, you know, desire to learn everything I possibly can, so that I can not only protect myself and my family, but help everybody else out there who wants to, you know, do whatever they can to not only extend their life, but add more quality of life to that extension, add more quality of life to their years, and in the process, maybe you end up like a lot of the people that I've had the chance of getting to interview who did reverse stage four cancer following, you know, a holistic or an integrative approach. Yeah. You made mention of the, um, of, uh, the biggest reason why people look at an integrative approach is that, um, or at least that person is because, um, 
they've had family members that have had bad experiences doing standards of care. Yeah. Um, and uh, many times that's the thing that shakes a person up a little bit because I don't know, I think, you know, we have come off of this Marcus Welby um, mentality that we trust everything that our doctor says. Um, but when we hear a serious diagnosis, we can tend to fall back into that really quickly. And I describe it as there's a part of us as humans that don't want to take responsibility for grave things. It's like mm -hmm. you have cancer. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't want to take responsibility for that because I might screw it up. So I'm going to just leave it in my oncologist's hands and trust them fully. And then many people, not everybody, but many people that do that regret it terribly afterwards. Right. Um, um, the ones that tend not to do that, at least the ones that we hear about, the people that call us often are ones that, well, I'm not going to do that approach because I saw my mom go through it or I saw my sister go through it um, and it didn't end well, or they might still be alive, but they suffered horribly. They still suffer horribly from it. I just talked to somebody yesterday that was like, um, she was in our case review. That's our first conversation that I have with them. Sometimes they don't, you know, explore a website, you know, um, in depth and they might feel like I might push them towards the standards of care too, because of course I'm a doctor, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, and she was immediately defensive that I am not going to do standards of care. I, I would rather die earlier and live a healthier life up to that point than suffer through chemo and live longer. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and I understand that's not always true. And, and of course, I'm an integrative practitioner, meaning that I'm not against chemotherapy. I'm just against unwise use of it sure. uh, and or using it because you think that's the only option that you have. Um, so uh, it's, uh, it's, it's great that more people are opening their eyes to integrative care. Um, but in the same sense, it's sad that um, you see that split almost. Yeah. You know, that, um, that, that doesn't need to be. I've often said, our clinic and clinics like ours really should be attached to Mayo Clinic. We should be working together. Um, if we really care about patient care, um, don't we want to do what's ever best for the patient, whether it be surgery and you know, alternative care or chemo and alternative care? Should we do whatever is the best thing for the patient? Is that be our concern? versus this dogmatic approach that we're stuck on because of our trading or our financial um, ties, that that's, saddens me. It's true. I mean, it's the exact same thing we see going on right now with this pandemic, this virus, this COVID around the world, right? I mean, it's turned into so much more about a political uh, affiliation and a, a political approach than it is about the actual health and well-being of the population. And wherever somebody stands on this side of, of COVID, it is clearly a strong delineation, separation between people who say, you know, give me the vaccine, give me five shots of the vaccine. I'm going to wear two masks every day. I'm going to lock myself in my house because I know I'm saving lives. Right. And it's a, they absolutely believe it. And they 
are 100% in alignment with that. And there's the other side. It is so the opposite, the extreme that says, absolutely not. I will not wear a mask because they've been proven not to work. I will not take vaccines because they can cause all kinds of health problems, including death. Um, and I will not lock myself inside because actually outside I need to breathe fresh air and get vitamin D and all these other things. And it, you don't find a lot of people in the middle there. Uh, certainly I haven't yet. I'm sure there are some, but it seems that people have really picked a side on this and it's quite extreme. And it's been that way for cancer for way too long. People have picked a side. It's either conventional, allopathic, medical approach is the only approach or naturopathic, no conventional medicine, um, all diet and lifestyle is the only approach. Yeah. And I, I am in 100% agreement with you. I think the, the only way forward as a society is that we have to come together and work together to say what are the most effective solutions for dealing with whatever the health challenge is and implement those no matter what your bias may be or what your political influence may be or what your financial ties may be, we have to come together for the betterment of the individual, for the cancer patient, for the person dealing with the chronic health challenge or who has been impacted by the viral infection. Um, the, one of the challenges you see in this, and it's become very clear to me of where our government stands uh, is in over a year now of this you know, viral pandemic, not once have you ever seen our government or our mainstream media or our leaders of this nation or any nation that I've seen so far come out publicly and say, look, you need to take care of your immune system. You need to eat healthier. You need to do, whether you get the vaccine or not, whether you wear masks or not, whether you need to focus on your health as an individual, as a family. You know, we're going to put together programs for you to take care of your immune system because we know viruses, just like cancer, will only give you symptoms or problems if you have a weak immune system. We know the cure to cancer is a strong immune system, right? Dr. Thomas Lodi says it so clearly in my documentary, and it's been validated again and again. If you have a fully functioning, very strong immune system, you will not have a cancer diagnosis because your body's doing what's designed to do and getting rid of those cancer cells every single day through the lymphatic system, through you know, T cells and B cells and all the beautiful functions of our immune system that removes cancer cells from our body every single day. The same is true for any viral infection. You know, why is somebody, um, the difference is cancer you make from internally, you know, viruses you catch from externally, right? That, so that's a big difference we need to understand. You don't catch cancer, even though we kind of look at it that way subconsciously as a society is like, oh, it's something I got. I got cancer. No, you made cancer. Your body's been making it for many years. You just now discovered it, right? Versus yeah, we can breathe in a virus, and, but, it, but it affects the body in very similar ways. If your immune system is strong and it's fully functioning, you may have a few symptoms or no symptoms at all, but your, your, your adaptive immune system and your innate immune system are going to kick in and they're going to knock that thing, you know, they're going to kick in overdrive and knock that uh, virus out of your body and you're going to be fine, right? But that's why we know the latest statistics for COVID, for example, which was uh, I can't remember the exact percentage now. I saw it a while back. It was like 96%, something like that, very high percent, maybe 99% of people who've died from COVID had three or more comorbidities, meaning their immune system was already 
totally weakened. They already had, you know, cancer, autoimmune disease, or um, diabetes, or a combination of all three. They had other, you know, health challenges going on, and then the virus was just the the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Mm -hmm. So no matter what we're dealing with, we've got to go back to the immune system, and that's what an integrative approach should look like. You know, Mayo Clinic, these other clinics out there that have been primarily conventional medicine for so long, they are now opening integrative divisions. The problem with that so far, in my opinion, is that those are marketing ploys to reach a larger demographic of people. How could you? (laughs) You mean they're just trying to piggyback on everything that we're doing? (laughs) you know because you go and look at those integrative centers and it's like what do they really offer you know they're not really offering much you know they have a little room that you can go over and call it a meditation room and go do your meditation over there it's a little tucked away room in the corner you know or they have you know maybe um uh, they don't even have PMF devices in most of these places, but say they do, maybe they have a PMF device and you can use that for like an hour. And that's about it. They might have a couple, two or three things in most of them. Now there are some that are, you know, really advancing and moving forward, but most of them are not doing much in terms of actual integrative care. So that's what I love about what you're doing is you're really focused on truly integrative care. It's looking at the best of what actually works from all worlds, ancient medicine, indigenous medicine, Western medicine, Eastern medicine, you know, diet, nutrition, lifestyle. Let's, let's do all of it because that's what it takes, right? It takes treating the whole, the whole human being, as I say, the mind, body, emotions, spirit, relationships, environment, all of it. We have to treat all of it. If you would just take one herb or one capsule or one drug thinking it's going to cure you, I'm sorry, but, um, it's just, it's not going to happen. We have to do it from a fully integrative approach. And the reason I say that is because all the evidence suggests that. And all the people I've interviewed who have reversed stage four cancers and are living many years past their expiration date, their prognosis, um, every single one of them has all of these commonalities amongst them. Yeah, I would totally agree. Yep. And uh, speaking again on uh, you're saying that why hasn't the government shared information on building your immune system and improving your health as the number one um, responsibility of each individual to be able to overcome disease, whether it be uh, a viral pandemic or whether it be cancer or heart disease, the number one and two killers in the United States. You have to wonder, and it makes people distrust the government, especially when they've gone even you know, four steps further than any, so many medical doctors um, who um, have come out to speak that way and to say those very things that are in standards of care, their videos have been taken off of YouTube and, you know, you can't even find them. And, and goodness sakes, now that we mentioned the big C word COVID, in this video, we probably, this video might not stay on YouTube very long. It's unfortunate. It makes people distrust the government even more. And then the people that aren't the seekers of information and the diggers to find videos like this and, and, and other you know, information that um, uh, gives them the, the hands-on ability to help heal themselves, um, uh, those people are just even empowered more to the other side. Well, see, there's no information on that. I Googled it and 
I searched through the first 20 pages, as you mentioned, and it was all data on a drug or data on something else. It's unfortunate that big tech is censoring all this stuff and making our problem even more difficult to get information to people. And that's what I love about you and, and so many people like you and I that are trying to get information out uh, uh, so that people can be helped. And I've said it for decades, we can't help everybody in our clinic. That's why we give away our books for free. That's why we give away our stuff for free. It's like, I just want to help people that could never come to us. And that's what I love about your website. You can get on, you, you, know, you can download your books and download your stuff and, and watch your videos and, and you're just trying to help people. Um, and I guess, I guess that's what it's all about. That's, that's what people need to see the difference and yep. the sides that way. Absolutely. You know, and that's, um, I think we're coming to a precipice very soon of what is truly important for the human being, for the individual. What is really important for us as a human being? Is it my health? Is it my longevity? Is it my well-being? Is it my sense of, of joy and happiness in my life? Is it my sense of fulfillment and meaning? Right, you and I, we feel so much great meaning from service to others, from sharing and giving and helping and seeing people change their life. I think all human beings get a sense of joy and meaning and purpose when you help others in any way that you possibly can, right? Or is it convenience? I want more convenience. I want more comfort. I want more technology. I want more control over me, less me having to do less decision making, right? There's this, if you watch uh, the information about the Great Reset and the information about from the World Economic Forum and, and what they're projecting for the future of humanity, that's everybody here tuning in. This is what they want for you. And this is why we have to question, is this what we want for us? Is they want for us to sit at home and this is public. It's not some conspiracy thing. You can find them publicly speaking about it online. Those videos aren't censored, by the way. Huh, <laughs> Even though our videos are getting censored, those right. aren't. So you can find them easily. Um, and, and what they want for you, what they want for us is to sit at home, be surrounded by all kinds of smart technology and have that technology make our decisions for us. They want that technology to make your decisions for you. What they say is uh, it will make your life so much easier where you can just wake up and ask your smart device, what should I do today? And your smart device will tell you what you should do today. And it might tell you, go get a vaccine. It might tell you, you know, go get a fast food hamburger at Joe's restaurant. It might tell you, uh, stay home because it's dangerous outside. It might tell you, you know, uh, the medical treatment for the day, and that's the only one, and natural health doesn't count. Don't listen to it, right? It might, whatever it's going to tell you, what they want for us is for us to do less thinking so they can do our thinking for us. Again, this is not conspiracy. This is public information of these leaders from the World Economic Forum publicly saying, and these are the tech giants of the world that are really controlling the world at this point is they want 
a technocratic society, not only in the United States, but globally, where government is ran by technocrats. It's ran for the greater betterment of the technology companies and the billionaires uh, at the expense of us individual human beings just doing whatever they tell us to do. But they say, and go watch the Great Reset video, they say, but, they say in 2030, uh, you will own nothing, but you will be happy. Yeah. Right? They're trying to put this message across to say, look, you won't own anything. You don't have to make decisions for yourself or your health anymore. We'll do all that for you. You'll just have an easy, relaxed life. Uh, you don't have to worry about any of it. And you'll be happy, by the way. So it's this brainwashing, it's this conditioning that's happening. That's why I say we're at this precipice, we're at this breaking point right now and in the next few years where we have to decide what we truly want for ourselves. Do we want sovereignty? Do we want sovereignty and health freedom? The freedom to choose what we can and can't, what we decide to put in our bodies and what we, do we want forced vaccinations? Do we want forced stay at home orders? Do we want forced uh, treatments for cancer like they've been doing you know, the, the, the child, and I believe it was in California a number of years back, they took from the parents and forced that child to get chemotherapy against the parents' wishes. Do we want more of that, you know, or do we want our freedom, our sovereignty, our, our ability to think and choose and research for ourselves, our freedom to put the chemicals in our body or not put them in our body, the freedom to put the herbs in our body or not put them in our body. I'll tell you what, I am voting and standing with the people who want the freedom, the sovereignty to choose what is right for us. And, and each of us have to choose that for ourselves. And to do that, we have to educate ourselves. I think your audience is probably a very educated audience. I know you do these podcasts and you put out a lot of good information through your website. So I think most people tuning in are in alignment with, you know, a more natural, holistic or integrative approach is, is probably a better approach for them when, when deciding, you know, how to take care of their health for the long term. Um, but again, a lot of people don't even have access to that information yet. So I do want to encourage everyone tuning in, not only share this video uh, and share it as far and wide as you possibly can on every social media site and with friends and family and email, but share uh, Dr. Connor's website, his books, his blog, his podcast with as many people as you can every day, because it is so important with the censorship that's happening, as you mentioned, uh, from this ever-growing technocratic uh, you know, censorship of, honestly, let's face it, we're heading towards fascism. If we don't do something about it, the information is not reaching the people who need it, who it could save their lives, unless people like you who are tuning in are sharing this with as many people as possible. So, you know, it, it's up to us. I guess that's my point. Then I'll get off my, my soapbox here for a second, because I got a little passionate there about what we're going through, because I've spent a lot of time being censored, being the person who's being censored and watching my colleagues being censored and watching people's, you know, with millions of followers, their entire social media accounts being deleted right now for sharing evidence-based uh, research coming out of PubMed and our most respected journals getting censored because it's not going along with the mainstream narrative that's being pumped out by, you know, this, this ever-growing technocratic you know, uh, government and a fascist government that's happening, unfortunately. So it's up to each one of us. We must learn, educate, continue to educate ourselves, learn as much as we can uh, through resources like this, through connorsclinic.com, through this podcast, through the Health and Healing Club, but then share that with as many people as we possibly can. 
Well, Nathan, I could not agree more. And if you get me on my soapbox, I'm going to scream just as loud. <laughs> it, is, it is so frustrating. You know, I've been doing this 35 years in practice this year. And, you know, remember having small little seminars teaching people about vitamin C to mm. now we can have these, these podcasts and go live to millions of people. Um, but still, we've been censored. Our videos have been censored. And, um, and we need people to take a stand, whether it's just a simple stand of, I'm not going to wear a mask, or a simple stand of sharing information on why I'm not going to get the, uh, the vaccine. The point isn't the vaccine or the mask. The point is having the freedom to choose. And we are losing that in this country so rapidly um, that, it, um, that it, it's, it's a little scary in a sense. But it takes every single person who believes in health freedom, even if you want to get the vaccine, that you believe the free, that you have a freedom of choice that you could that you could use the wisdom that God gave you to make your own decisions, um, and when you lose the ability to make your own decisions about your health care, you're going to lose very rapidly decisions to make uh, about what you can eat, what you can buy, what you can, how you can spend your money, and it's just going to go right down this uh, very slippery slope. Uh, so I would agree with you. We need to share this information. I just thanks so much for having. Um, you know, being available. I would love to have you on again, Nathan, if you're you're willing. Um, I love it when you, you get on your soapbox. It's not, just, <laughs> it's not just me screaming to my patients either. They can see there's other crazy people out there too that believe the same way, and that that and that there's can be comfort in that, you know. So hey, look, it's, it's the crazy ones that have always helped you know move humanity forward, right? And I think everyone tuning in here has little bit of that craziness and, and the good crazy is what we're talking about, right? And that's what we need. That's we need that conviction, that craziness, that little bit of, you know, um, uh, confidence and courage, really it's courage in a time of silencing and punishment to stand up against tyranny and say, look, we've got to come together and fight for what's right. What's right for ourselves, for our children. You know, I have two young children. I'm thinking about what's right for them. And I'm thinking about what's right for their children and their children. And so, you know, if we just sit back and don't do anything, um, guess what? The people who want to control us and have more power are going to certainly take it because when has uh, absolute power never absolutely corrupted, right? We know that it always happens unless you and I stand up and do something about it. Well, Nathan, your website, nathancrane.com. I encourage everybody to go to that. We'll have links on this for everyone and we'll put links on the blog. Thank you for being a part of our podcast today. And um, uh, I'm going to be on your cancer. Um, uh, uh, what do you call it again? Sorry, <laughs> blanked there. So, yeah, summit, our upcoming summit. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's going to be exciting. Looking forward to that. And I want to give everyone, um, actually at nathancrane.com, we did put a free ebook there for everybody tuning in here that can go there and download absolutely free. It's called the five uh, natural pillars for helping prevent reverse cancer. You can download that absolutely free at nathancrane.com. And um, yeah, Dr. Connors, thank you so much. Thank you for doing the great work you do and for being, you know, uh, really a pioneer in the field. You've been doing this a long time and I really am honored and humbled to, you know, be able to speak with your community here today. So thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.